Welcome back to another episode of Next Level Minds. Today we're sitting down with a good friend and colleague of mine, Paul Day, who is the CEO and founder of Innovative Tech Charlotte. Him and I connected at a networking event a while back. I'm really excited to have him on the episode today. We're going to dive into a lot of different topics such as blockchain technology, entrepreneurship, and various adversities Paul went through along the way. Super excited for the value that he's going to add. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. And as we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. Paul, really appreciate you coming on the show today. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I am uh, happy to be here and thank you for uh, just giving me the opportunity to be able to speak on some of these great uh, innovative technologies and, and a little bit on my route. So thank you again. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And, and based on that introduction I gave earlier, uh, what do you want the listeners out there to know about you? So uh, one one thing or maybe multiple things that you should probably yep. know about me is I'm, I'm a pretty uh, spiritual guy. And when I say spiritual, a lot of people think I'm uh, talking about uh, religion and I'm not really talking about religion. I'm talking about where I meditate a lot, which, you know, I, I do believe in the divine, um, but I meditate a lot and I do go to church, um, but I am about the inner working towards the outer. Um, that's I, I like to build people um, and, and when I say build people, I mean like build people up where they may not believe that they can do something or they believe that um, they have limitations. And I like to take those limitations off because I believe that this world would be a better place if everyone would live their purpose. And that's what this world should be about is people living their purpose, not just living a job. Mm, that's some excellent points right there. And, and let me ask you this. So in a noisy, social, just busy world, where do you find the time and how do you really decompress and, and meditate like that? So when I first wake up, I wake up in a sense of gratitude because I believe when you first get up, the first thing you think about is how your day is going to go. So I wake up, I pray to the divine and then I go meditate. I have an office in my house. And then I go in my office and I'll meditate for at least 20, 30 minutes. But let me all let me let me tell you all something that I also do that a lot of people don't know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share this secret uh, with you and you only and your listeners. Okay. So a lot of people don't know this about me. What people call a vision board, I've been doing that since I was a young kid, but I didn't know it was called a vision board back then. What I actually did, and it may not be a true vision board, but this is actually what I did. I have a neon colored poster board. And on that neon colored poster board, I actually write my goals down of where I see myself. And it's, it's written down very simple. And every single day when I wake up and close my eyes, I see this thing. And I believe maybe it's a subconscious mm -hmm. thing where... Every time you see something, your mind starts to believe it a little bit more and work towards a little bit more. So that's a little bit of a, a secret that I have. And yeah. even if you have a vision board, keep it somewhere um, when you're falling asleep or waking up that you can actually see it. Mm. And it just reminds you of your goals. And it, it does something magical. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with the goals, do you write them in present tense, future tense? Or kind of walk me through what that looks like. 
So I, I actually create them in the future tense okay. because I am focused on where I'm going. Mm. So, okay. I, I, and I believe about uh, taking advantage of the moment, but these goals are written for the future. Yeah. So what would you say to people out there who are like, okay, I want to be big. I want to be great. I want to be successful. How do you really come up with your first initial, you know, two or three goals that you want to write on there? That's that's very good. So my goals actually have a lot to do with my purpose. Mm, okay. So now, I, I know what you're yeah. about to ask, I know what you're about to ask next. Uh, oh, yeah. But let me let me get this out here. <laughs> so um, once you know your purpose and your goals, then you'll end up eventually knowing the process that you have to go through. Mm. And there's purpose in your process. So you have to go through your process in order to get that purpose out of it. Gotcha. So go through the process to get the purpose out. Yes. Okay. So let's not jump the gun on this because I want to jump back to the purpose. (laughs) And I didn't mean to get a little too deep. (laughs) (laughs) And it is what it is, right? Right. So walk us through this. Your 18-year-old Paul Day, Mm -hmm. where are you at? What are you doing? What's going on through your head? So... At that age, and, and let me back up a little bit okay. more to tell you a little bit about me that the fans may not know yet. So 12-year-old Paul, mm. my and let me take you back even a little bit further really quick, just really quick. Yep. So my family is from a place called Trinidad and Tobago. It's what they call the West Indies from the islands, the Caribbean islands. Mm-hmm. I am the first generation here. My parents was not born here. They came here when I was young. At that time, um, we we got to an age, I got to an age at 12 years old. Something happened. My mom came to me and said, Paul, I have cancer. And I said, okay, which at 12 years old, I didn't I didn't know yeah. what that meant. I'd never heard of it before at 12 years old. Mm. I'd never been exposed to that. But um, she said I would be fine. So later on, I found out that that wasn't the truth. But she was trying to protect me. Mm. And I respect that. So she ended up passing away because they actually caught it too late. Um. But I'm telling you that story not because of how I feel in terms of, you know, oh, poor me or this this horrible thing happened. Actually, I perceive it in a different way. I take it as she gave her life for me to be here to help other people because I can tell you this now and and where we were in life, we were dirt poor. Mm -hmm. I had I had I had holes in my shoes. Um, we were in, in a just a, a place where I didn't believe that we would ever get out of it. Um, and and from that, if she would have never gave her life, I wouldn't be here today, mm. because she had to sacrifice that so someone else could adopt me, and I got adopted by a family that showed me things I've never seen before. They opened up my mind wow. to to show me that anything is possible. And the craziest thing is, when I first got to their house, they had air coming out of their walls. And I said, well, um, you guys have air coming out your walls. And they all laughed at me. (laughs) 
And I said, well, what's so funny? They said, oh, well, that's air conditioning. That's central air is what they called it. And I said, oh. And when I was growing up, we just put a fan in the window and it just blew hot air. Yeah. So, you know, you know, and I apologize if I went a little bit too deep, but um, these are the things that I had to learn very slowly. And these are the things I learned from them. Even, you know, they were business owners, you know, they had, um, they were, they were well off where I've never met anybody that was well off that, you know, they had an ATV, they had a boat, they had a house on a lake. I've never, never, I was never exposed to that. Um, and it just blew me away. And from there, I took everything that they taught me and I just kept going and building on it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I see myself as unstoppable. There are no limits within me. So if there's anybody out there listening, and I actually posted this on LinkedIn today. If there's anybody out there listening by the power invested in me by the divine, if you believe that you should be doing something or living your purpose, I give you permission to do it today. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what's going on. You need to do it because there's something that you need to bring to this world. And if we don't get it from you, we're all going to perish. And I like to sum this up in terms of a woman having a baby. When a woman is having a baby, that means she's giving birth to something. She's she's going to have to give birth to something. She's carrying something. And that thing, that baby that she's carrying, I like to call it a gift in terms of me. It's So I'm, I'm, I'm carrying this gift that I have to give birth to. But in order to give birth to this thing, I have to go through some things. I got to carry this thing around. And this gift... It doesn't care about my external circumstances. It doesn't care that whether I have enough money or too much money or wife issues or any other issue. This this baby or this gift is saying, I'm coming and I don't care what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the right components within you, just like a, a woman. She has the right components in her to give birth. Um, she's built a certain way to give birth. She, she has uh, the right body type. So... Just like us, you have something great inside of you that you have to give birth to, and only you can give birth to it because you have the components to give birth to it. You were given, you were given the, the right body type, the right mindset, the right cells, the, the right eye color, whatever, whatever it is, the right speech. The, I mean, you, you may be good at something that everybody else may say, I don't know how he does it. Right. But that's what's in you. And it's for you to give birth to that thing to help us all mm. so we can advance. And if you don't do it, we're all going to suffer. Right. So it's up to you to execute on it, right? That's right. And, and let me ask you this. So if somebody realizes they have that gift, you know, they, ha- they have the quote unquote baby inside of them, as you <laughs> mentioned. And what do you say to those people out there that are you know, busy working 60 hours a week? They have a family. They have two kids to take care of. It. And what do you say to those guys out there? Oh, I don't have time to do this. Like, how do you make time for that? So if you know your purpose and you have a gift, it makes time for you mm. because it finds you. Mm. You don't find your gift. Your gift actually finds you. Yeah. And once you understand that, that passion will tell you where to put that purpose. Mm. 
So your passion will push you towards that purpose and you'll start doing things that's going towards that gift or that purpose or that assignment. You're given it an assignment. Yeah. Like in school, you, you were given mm. an assignment and you have to do it. Yeah, that's true. So within finding your gift or the gift rather finding you mm-hmm. purpose, etc., is that through these meditation methods, through the, you know, the vision boards or through prayer? You know, what are some methods to, to find that purpose? Right. Because we live in a very busy world. Right. So there's many things I do. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't watch the news. And, and I'm going to tell you why. So I don't watch the news. When I get in my car, you'll never, ever hear the radio on. Mm-hmm. My car came with a satellite radio. You'll never, ever hear the radio on in my car. Never. Never, ever. Mm-hmm. Because I understand the power of the mind. And whatever you put in there, you can never, ever get it out. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to recall it, but the mind remembers everything. And eventually, it'll remind you of those things in one way or another, whether it comes out of your habits or something you randomly do. The mind is very powerful. It's the most powerful thing in the universe. They say faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So you have to be careful what you hear. Your ears are very powerful. And like I said, what you see and what you hear, it stays in there forever. So if you keep, if somebody keeps feeding you good things, you're going to get good results. You are what you eat, mm-hmm. whether it be visually or audio. Right. You are what you eat. You're eating that. You're, 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 you're consuming that. And you eventually bring that back out. So if I, just like a kid, if, if you keep putting positive things in that kid, it's going to grow up to believe that. Mm-hmm. Or if you keep putting negative things in that kid, guess what? That kid grows up to believe that mm-hmm. because it's playing back that record that it's been told. I also do positive affirmations mm-hmm. because what I tell myself is the truth that I believe. People walk around all day telling themselves lies. Why? You have greatness in you. Mm-hmm. Use it. You don't have limits. We don't have any limits. What the Wright brothers? They they you know they they were flying when everybody laughed at them. Right. It was you know and everybody you know they said it was impossible until it's impossible until you do it. Right. That's when that's when everybody's on your side and everybody wants to do it with you. Mm-hmm. But there's gonna be a time where, as a seed of a plant, you gotta be that seed first before you grow into that tree. There's a tree in every plant. You may see the seed right now, but there's a tree in there. Right. And given those right ingredients, the right soil, the right amount of water, the right amount of uh, sunlight, yeah. that, that thing grows. We know there's a formula there. Photosynthesis, there, there's, a, there's a formula there. We know it. But a lot of people don't follow the formula. They would rather say, all right, well, I'm in my safe comfort zone, so let me let me stay in my comfort zone at my job that... You never know if they're going to let you go or not. Somebody's making you mad. You wish you can do your own thing. And I'm not saying business is easy. Business is harder than having, 10 times harder than having a job. But you have to make that jump. If this is your purpose and you know it, and a true entrepreneur, you don't have to tell them that entrepreneurship is for them because we feel it. It's deep down inside us. It's it's rooted inside of us. We're not meant to 
to be at a job sitting there like this and being told what to do and walking around and faking and pretending, you stand out. And you know it, you feel it, like something's wrong. You feel it. Mm-hmm. At least I do, at least I did when I, when I was in corporate America. I felt, I felt different, like my mindset was different. And I'll tell you a story real quick. Um, when I was in corporate America, and I was doing cybersecurity at that time. When I was doing cybersecurity, uh, the CEO actually came down with a few of the officers. Um, they were just visiting and stuff like that. They wanted to see our department because you know we're keeping the the place safe yeah. per se. You know, um, keeping the bad guys out. Um, so, and it was it was a lot of us. Um, we, there was a lot of different locations. Um, the cyber cyber guys wanted to come in and talk to the uh, CEO and a few of the officers. So. There was a lot of people asking questions and, you know, and I was, I said, all right, I'll, I'll wait to the end to ask my question. So at the very end, you know, he said, hey, is there any more questions? And I, I raised my hand and, um, you know, I asked my question. But before I tell you what I said, this is what happened. Somebody behind me said, why would he even ask that question? Hmm. And a few other people started almost giggling. I said, okay. So he went into, he stopped and said, why is everybody laughing? That is the best, actually I asked them two questions. He said, that was the best two questions anyone has ever asked me. And I'm gonna tell you what the two questions were. I asked him, who was your mentor and what books are you reading? No one else in the crowd understood the question and why I was asking the question. Because a great leader knows you have to read a certain amount of books and a great leader knows you have to have a mentor. Right. So they were looking at it in terms of I'm an employee and I'm looking at this opportunity in terms of I'm a leader, not a manager. I said leader. And they just didn't get it. And because I asked those two questions, the very next day, his secretary called me and I had lunch with him. Wow. And everyone stopped laughing at me at that point. And now you're laughing, right? Yes. And, and that, <laughs> wow. that's, that's an absolute true story. Absolutely wow. true story. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm big too. It's like with the nine to five, I think during that time, no matter how good an employee you are, you're building somebody else's dream, right? Exactly. So... I think outside of those hours, if you are in that corporate America type role, that's when you can really build your own true dream. Right. And then even back to the, you really had some good points too about the gratitude. I actually did a 10-day mini-series on gratitude. Oh, so, I wish I would have no, been able to man, get in that. You got to see it on Instagram. <laughs> it was pretty good. I woke up every day, took a picture of something I was grateful for and said oh. why. And uh, it was just for myself, honestly. I didn't even care who looked at it. But just doing that for 10 days straight really put me in the right mindset. That's good. That mixed with the uh, positive affirmations. Might as well call me a Lamborghini or something, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So so let me ask you this. So you were in corporate America, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I know what you're saying about, you know, if something was off, you knew that, Mm -hmm. that you were... Not not better, but you knew that, that yeah. you're different. Than, right, right, than right. Not better. Right. And so what was, what was the steps you took to, to kind of go from you know, the nine to five to, to starting your own thing? Like, walk us through that. I jumped. You jumped. Okay. I, I knew something kept telling me, quit your job. And I was making a six-figure salary 
Um, I don't know about anybody else, but <laughs> it's hard to quit a six-figure salary. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> just just to give you a, a understanding of how crazy this sounded at the time. My manager told me when I went and told her that I was going to quit, she she absolutely told me I've never, ever had anyone quit before. And I understand that. I understand that rationale, though, because... Most people, when you have a job, you live up to whatever you're getting paid. So if you're getting paid a six-figure salary, you're going to live up to that six-figure salary. You're going to have things and, you know, you're not going to be able to quit your job because you have bills up to a six-figure salary. And, you know, people that are millionaires, people say, well, why can't you afford this? Well, because I live up to a million dollars a year. That's just what people do. Most most Americans do it. So that's not anything crazy um, unless you were brought up with a little bit more discipline. So... But even before that, I have been saving for a few years prior military. Um, I, have, I made a little few investments and I was saving also. But just before I got my bonus, which was over $10,000, something told me to quit. And it said, if you do not quit, I'm going to make a way for you to get fired. And I absolutely quit that same month just before my bonus. And I knew if I would have got that bonus, which is another kind of weird thing. <laughs> if I would have got that bonus, I would have never quit. Yeah. Because that's a lot of money. And I would have went and spent that bonus and, you know, and then I would have been back, you know, looking for another handout per se. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you know, I'm looking for another check. I'm looking for another check. I got off the system. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to stop feeding and time for me to feed others. It's time for people stop to stop investing in me and me to invest in others. It's time for me to feed. Mm. It's my time. Yeah. I'm not a victim. Mm. I'm powerful. Yeah. I have power within me. And you kept saying that, right? Right. Okay. Yes. What was your... All right. So you're sitting in your manager's office. Mm-hmm. You quit, right? Mm-hmm. What was going through your head for the next 48 hours? Was it a scared, fearful, or... or? Damn. <laughs> Just damn, yeah. <laughs> With a cat called um, Caps, right? <laughs> yeah, so now I, I do have fear, and I did have fear, but what I do is I use fear as a tool. I take that fear, and I use it to motivate me. So times where I'm like, man, I don't know if we... Guess what, Paul? You need to get out there and work like nobody's business. You need to get out there and live your purpose, your passion, and take on that assignment that has been given to you. Mm. And the odd thing is, when you're when you know that you're meant to do something, oddly enough, the money will come. If 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 you become good at what you do, the money will come. Mm. It's true. It, it, it's, it's it's really odd to tell someone that, but the money will come. I'm not saying you won't go through a hard time. I'm not saying you won't be broke for a little while, but the money will come. It absolutely does. Mm. And believe me, I worked on my purpose day and night from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. And I woke up at 5 a.m., went to bed at 1 or 2 a.m. Wow. When I first started, that was the grind. Mm. And I had to take what was given to me and understand that there's there's people relying on me. 
if I don't do this, someone won't get what they're supposed to get. I had to do it. I had to. No one else can. Because I was given this. Yeah. So. How do you deal with that pressure? Because that does a lot of pressure. A lot so, of accountability. Yeah, and I, I respect that question. Mm-hmm. So the way I deal with that pressure, which is a lot of pressure, I'm, I'm prior military. Mm-hmm. So I was under more pressure. Um, some of the things I, I worked with a lot of three-letter agencies, CIA, DIA, NSA, worked with a lot of uh, generals. And in the Air Force, the generals are actual are real astronauts. A lot of those guys, the guys I was working with, they were real astronauts. So the stress I was under um, was life or death type stress. I flew with the Secretary of Defense. We did some missions and stuff like that. So this was life or death. So for me to come out and, you know, to quit a job or to do something is difficult. I'm like, no, I, I can do it because I've been under worse stress. I've 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 been pushed to the limits of uh some 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 missions we did. We wouldn't have to we couldn't sleep for two or three days. Literally, we would have to stay up just because some of the things we were doing and some of the people we were around, we just couldn't sleep. Um there was no way. None of us. Like wow. so sleep deprivation when we had to train ourselves even through sleep deprivation, how to stay focused. And it's it's, it's an extreme divine type focus is what I go into. And once I focus on something, that's it. Mm. I get that extreme focus. And once I get that focus and I'm locked in, there's nothing that can stop me. Yeah. Is there any kind of proactive measures people could do to, to get that focus, you know, without having to drive the secretary of defense around <laughs> in the military or something. <laughs> um, so in order to get that extreme focus, it's going to come with time a little bit. Um, I, I would say extreme focus comes with meditation, learning how to turn your mind off and focus on one thing. Um, I absolutely bench over 400 pounds absolutely bench and I have videos to show people also because people don't believe it because every time I pick up weights people say oh I've never seen people do that I'll go pick up the 100 pound dumbbells people say I've never seen that I'll go pick up the 150s people say I've never seen that it's not because I'm strong it's because of my focus and I tell people it's not because I'm strong it's because of my focus and I meditate and people laugh at me they say oh no it's not and I tell them Yes, it is. Strength comes from focus. And I'll I'll prove it really quick right here. A mother, when she sees her child under a car, which has been many stories before, she'll lift up a car. And we say, well, she's not strong enough to lift up that car. How did she do it? She focused on that one thing with adrenaline and a few other things. She lifted that car. Our bodies are 10 times, a thousand times, a hundred times stronger than what we think. That's why I tell people, imagine what you can do. Imagine the people you can you can get in front of and, and touch and, and be able to, to help. If you focus, if you live your purpose, if you live your assignment. Mm. Wow. That's that's amazing. And I think the mind too, it's I think it's the strongest. I mean, as we say here, like your mindset's your greatest weapon for the battle of success. I firmly do believe that. And, you know, the other day I was feeling sick. 
you know what? I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. Mm-hmm. Didn't even take any Dayquil or whatever's out there. And then the day I felt <laughs> fine, you know? So it's, it really is true. So let me ask you this. If somebody's going through, you know, I'm sure you've had all these, like a lot of adversities. They just feel like nothing's working for them. Yes. How do you really engage in this type of mindset when you just have all this you know, crap coming at you, right? That's part of the process. Mm. There's purpose in the process. Because you're going through this hard time, just like a, and I'll give you an example, just like a season, you know that that season is there for what? Just a season. Wintertime is not forever, but you know wintertime will come back. It's about preparation, preparing for that wintertime. And when winter is there, we know you're, you're not growing anything, right? You have to prepare for that time. You're going to go through that time. But you have to go through winter in order to get to another spring or a summer or a fall. You have to go through a winter in order to get to these other times. But these good times, per se, which good and bad is uh, perception, um, how you perceive things. Um, when, When I go through a tough time, I'm thinking, wow, what did I learn? Am I learning anything? Because you have to go through these times. And these times will tell you later on why you went through them. I, I noticed that that the 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 uh the universe, the world, Mother Nature, she likes to balance herself out. You can't go through all good times. It's impossible. Even even if you think someone lives a perfect life, they're not living a perfect life. They're showing you what you want to see. You have to go through those times. And as you go through those times, I would say work your hardest through those times. So if you're going through a really tough time, work as if you have nothing to lose. And that's great faith is when you keep stepping, even though when the world is falling, falling apart around you. And one day it will. But keep working as if everything is fine. Mm -hmm. Keep going through it. Because there's purpose in that process. Purpose in that process. And I think doing that really separates the good from the great, right? That's right. Anybody can go through these positive affirmations and strong mindsets and, you know, growth strategies when everything's, you know, quote unquote peachy. I think separating the good from the great Mm -hmm. when you're going through the hard times is really what does get you through it. Right. Living it. Yeah. Living through that and, and really just growing from it too, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, how, how do you learn from this? And it, there's growth in that. Mm. That's that's where you're going to grow. That's probably going to be your, your most growth. That's those those tough times. That's that's where you start exploring. That's where you start getting more creative. Yeah. Because money, I've, I've noticed that money for a lot of people covers up problems. But when you don't have the money, you're forced to be creative. You're forced to pull whatever you have deep down inside of you out. You're forced to do it. And then later on, you say, oh, now I, I understand why I went through that. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense then, but now, now it does. does. Yep. It's like looking at a picture up close and then eventually stepping back and saying, oh, I see the masterpiece now. Mm-hmm. Master- Rome wasn't built in a day, right? That's right. Yeah. 
but it started brick by well stone by stone but yeah. <laughs> you know for us uh brick by brick you know you just land bricks brick by brick brick by brick and then eventually you'll say oh it's a house but when you first started it was just a brick mm. that's a really good point now tell me about uh innovative tech charlotte you know i'm really interested in what you guys do yes really you seem very very passionate about it I'd love for everyone to know about this. So thank you. Yes. So uh, and I have a big smile on my face right now <laughs> because I'm I'm so excited to even talk about it. So Innovate Tech Charlotte is a innovative hub, and I'll tell you a little bit about why and how it's an innovative hub. We're taking teens 15 through 18 years old, and we're putting them through which a, the summer camp is a prereq towards the actual school and the school is an after school program with the after school program and and just to sum this up what we're doing we're creating economic mobility Mm. and we're also creating a pipeline of talent for large companies amazon actually passed us up here in charlotte about two years ago and that's what fueled a lot of this I wanted to make sure that would never happen again. And my gift is innovative technologies. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to push this in, into these teens. And then when I brought it up to someone, that was another great thinker because that's the only thing I have around me is great thinkers. I don't have normal, regular people or yeah. negative people. You're, you're not going to find those people around me. That's yeah. just, I, I've created my atmosphere where if, if you're a negative Nancy, you're, you're not going to be around. Yeah. Um, so, and I brought it up and they said something very powerful. They said, uh, man, I was like, well, why haven't anybody thought of this before? They said, because it was given to you. Mm. And I said, oh, I get it. This is part of my assignment. So with this, we're actually taking these teams teaching them artificial intelligence, internet of things, blockchain technology, quantum computing, computer coding, and we're doing a few other things also. And we're actually teaching them leadership skills on top of that because we believe innovation is leadership because we're the tip of the spear. Most of our teens will not go to have a nine to five job. What they're doing is they're consulting, they're going to be consulting with companies. Mm. They're going to be officers of companies. They're going to be entrepreneurs. And speaking of being an entrepreneur, what we're actually doing next year, we're going to have our own location. And within that location, we're going to be offering some of our teens businesses and we're going to pay for everything. And their business and their office is going to be located within our facility. And because it's in our facility and it's they're going to be on different things, artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, yeah. uh, blockchain, we're going to be the number one hub in the world for innovative technologies. Wow. And by that look, I think you get it. <laughs> I, I bet you everyone's look is also the same as mine, right? Yes. Wow. Once I explain it to them, they get it. So I've been getting a lot of attention, especially lately, like these large corporations been 
calling me and contacting yep. me, finding out, you know, well, what needs to happen. And mm-hmm. I've been getting mothers and fathers calling me, you know. So I've been so busy, like, around the clock um, answering questions and trying to get even more prepared for some of the things we're doing. Yeah. And, and with that, where do you see the technology market present day? Mm. And where do you see it in the next three to five years? So this is the day and age of information. We're right right now. We're in the age of what 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 I guess I call it the digital revolution. Everything is being every everything is going digital. Everything. If if you can make something digital, you're gonna make a lot of money yep. for whatever reason, <laughs> um, because that's what's being pushed. But some of these innovative technologies will be the future of technology, and if you look at let's just say McDonald's, Panera Bread, they're starting to use kiosk machines. And you know why they're using kiosk machines? They're getting people prepared for what is next. There will be no one behind that counter in a few years. There's gonna be all kiosks. When you go through the drive-through, it's gonna be a digital voice talking to you saying, hey, what? tell me what you want. And if it can't understand you for some reason, it's gonna tell you, hey, Push, push the button that looks most like yours. You're going to be able, it's going to be a big bacon sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know, push, push the bacon. Double bacon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you say, yo, push it twice, you know, two times bacon. Right. So it's, it's going to be so simple. And they can do the tech, they can do it now. It's actually not that expensive wow. anymore. But what they're doing is they're trying to slowly introduce people to it. Mm. Um, Concord Mills Mall in Concord, if you go and go to the movies, there's no one behind the counter anymore. It's all kiosk. You you tell you tell it you push what button you want or um, you 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 tell it you push what button for which movie and then after that it tells you to pay. Wow. There's one person back there and that's in case uh, someone's like handicapped or something like that. But otherwise, there's they can do that everywhere. Yeah. It's easy. It's really easy. Wow, so that's where the market's heading, right? Yes, that's where the market is heading. Towards these innovative technologies, the market, and and not even towards these technologies, but the integration of these technologies, that's where the market's going. And I would tell any and everyone, look, look towards innovation, technology, because this is the future. If you want to know what's the next biggest thing, I'm here to tell you. It's technology. Mm. It is 100% technology. You have to know about technology. And I'll give you a really quick example. Blockbuster. Everyone knows the story of Blockbuster right now, or at least you should. They had the chance to buy Netflix. The CEO kept saying no, no. Every time Netflix would go in from, he said no, no. Now, Blockbuster is out of business because Netflix took over. But because he didn't have enough vision or understanding or people to help him, to tell him this is where the world is going, he failed. All those people are out of jobs now because he decided to make a selfish decision. If he thought to say, hey, let me go find out more about this. Let me not live in the past 
and think we can still get by without that. There's so many Fortune 500 companies, Fortune uh, 100 companies that have went out of business through, through, through time. Toys R Us. What happened to Toys R Us? Every kid needs a toy. Right. But guess what happened? Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon happened. It's giving everybody a run for their money. Right. Because it's convenient. It's convenient. So if you can hear me out there, invest in technology. Mm-hmm. Invest in it. It's the next big wave. Innovative technologies will be after that. And then you'll have something what we call quantum computing and that's a whole nother story. Oh, that's a whole nother episode, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think I've already took it, taken us over uh, oh, our no. time. <laughs> what? So, all right, let's paint a picture right now. So, you have a kid who just started, who just graduated, right? He's excited for the real world. What would you tell that kid if he was sitting in front of you, or what would you tell yourself back then? Some advice. I would tell me to start sooner. Mm. Start sooner. Visualize what you want, where you see yourself. And one of my techniques of meditating, so sometimes I'll meditate where I'm just, my mind is clear. And other times I'll meditate where I, I'll visualize where I want to be. So I'll start at the end of where I see myself in 10, 20 years, and then I'll work my way all the way back to where I am now. Mm. I'll absolutely see the faces of the people that are around me. And I'm, I'm giving you guys some good nuggets here. <laughs> and when you do this, you'll feel something special. When you open up your eyes, something amazing will happen. You won't... In, in, when you get this technique down really well, you won't know the difference between your vision of what you just had in your mind and the this what we call the real world. There will be no difference. Mm. But you have to get to a place where you can feel it, touch it, smell it when you envision something. And it will become so real that if somebody told you it wasn't, you'd laugh at them. Right. That's that's. One of my secrets, too, um, that I, I would tell myself, start earlier, mm-hmm. read more books. Um, because when I was really young, I didn't know the power of books. I had I, my late teen year, teenage years. I understood the power of books. And I'm going to give you another quick nugget here. I'm giving you a lot of secrets today. Secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my secrets that I understand is. Someone took 20, 30, 40 years of their life experience and put it in something that you can get within hours. There's power within books. And they say, hey, if you want to know a famous person, then um, go find what, what book they read. You know, if you want to know how they think, because they take their experiences and put it in a book and say, anybody can have my experiences now. That's the power of reading books. Everyone should be reading books. What book would you recommend? So, first of all, I don't read books. What I do is I study my books now. Mm. I stop reading, and the books I read are only for studying. Mm. One of the books that I give, and I absolutely give this book away every single time, it's Think and Grow Rich. 
and it and people may think oh it's it's about money it's not just about money it's about a mindset mm. becoming aware because once you're aware of something that's when that's when you start to understand it right. you have to become aware of something first mm. awareness that was one of the first books i when i started getting on more of the personal development type where that was one of the first books i read right and i forgot what chapter it was but at the end it said uh your only limitations are the ones you set in your mind which i know you definitely touched on earlier yes yes uh, and so much truth to that and, and let me ask you this i know you've been talking about your purpose <laughs> and everything so if you don't mind me asking before we close up, what is your purpose? Ooh. So my my purpose is to bring innovation to the world. Mm. And I'm doing it through these teens. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Minds. As we mentioned, we talked about a lot of topics today going through different adversities. As we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. I know Paul dropped a lot of nuggets on here. Paul, before we close up, where's the best place to find you? You can find me on LinkedIn under Innovate Tech Charlotte or Paul Day, P-A-U-L-D-A-Y. Sounds good. And once again, thank you all for listening. Please drop a comment on uh, iTunes. Follow me on Instagram, Chris Chap Chap. I'd love to hear your feedback on how you like this episode.